a radio show that confesses Christ without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes Scripture seriously without taking ourselves so seriously. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. I don't know that I necessarily want the people to remember my sermon for uh, a week as much as I want them to uh, receive that Word of God right there. If this is a, uh, a download of information, it's important that you retain that information. Yeah. But if this is being addressed by a, a burning bush, I know that a burning bush talked to me. And I said to the guy, uh, look, at when the Bible talks about vision, it's, it's talking about the death of Jesus. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. It's talking about the gospel. It's talking about confessing the creed. And his answer to me was, yeah, uh, I'm not using vision in the biblical sense, but rather in the business sense. <laughs> okay, then. All right. I, by the way, had no knowledge of that encounter when I posed the hypothetical. <laughs> the only thing rivaling a migraine headache, this is Table Talk Radio. <laughs> hey, don't insult migraines like that. <laughs> so, Pastor Wolfner, as you know, here yes. on, on Table Talk Radio, we have been inviting one of our three listeners to come yes. on the show and yes. be a contestant of one of our games. We could play a game, Meet Your Other Listener. <laughs> and we have the first round of that contestant today. Uh, joining us with, uh, joining Table Talk Radio is Matthew. Matthew, where are you listening from? Uh, upstate New York, yeah. Ah, beautiful. Oh, man, another upstate foreigner. This is a, we had to have an international call. To get... <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, I mean, we... You guys got to move this along because the charges are just racking up here. So. <laughs> That's okay. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll accept payment and table talk radio points, which is on the line here. Because if you uh, correctly guess the the name of the church body, you'll be swimming in table talk radio points. Matthew uh, sent us a, an audition tape uh, <laughs> saying that he could blow our socks off playing Name That Church Body. So we're going we're gonna to see right. how that goes. We're going to play Name That Church Body. And normally, I think when, when guests are playing with us, we're going to do Table Talk Radio, uh, wait, Hollywood Square style. Mm-hmm. But Matthew says, no, 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 no. I want to name that church body, fellas. I want to name it. So oh, yeah, that's, that's what's on the line, right? No, I want to hear, though, for the sake of the listener, what... Uh, qualifies Matthew to be a contestant for not Hollywood Square style, but the real name that church body? Well, um, okay, so I grew up um, not not going to church at all. Got caught up with uh, with the uh, evangelicals in college and the whole church growth movement thing. Um, heard that quote-unquote call from God speaking to my heart and decided that the best way to live that out was to go and be a pastor. And so I, I transferred from the, the college I was going to to a Bible college, graduated from there and on to seminary, and from there went into to pastoral ministry and was uh, actually an evangelical pastor for uh, nearly 10 years and uh, became very disillusioned with that after I figured out that um, I couldn't save people even though that's what they told me I was supposed to do, and uh, run into a pretty pretty good despair there for for another eight or ten years, dabbling in all kinds of stuff from the occult to Baha'i to all kinds of Eastern mysticism, and I actually landed at another seminary um, uh, out on the West Coast near you there, Pastor Gigline, and 
that didn't work out either. And that's when the, the dark times really came and I uh, even flirted with uh, atheism a bit. So I've kind of been around the block a time or two. And then um, I came across uh, somebody you might have heard of, uh, Pastor Chris Roseboro of Fighting for the Fighting for the Faith. And uh, God be praised, the Holy Spirit just opened my eyes to the gospel and realized that uh, I didn't need to save anybody or myself, uh, but that Jesus, in fact, did the saving and uh, forgives all my sin. And from there, my uh, I, my wife was baptized, and, we, and we've been been Lutherans ever since then. But all that to say, I'm quite qualified to play this game, I think, because I, I've just about dabbled in uh, everything there is to dabble in. <laughs> this is out not there name that, that church body. This is name that 12 or 13 months in Matthew's theological journey. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got... There, there's not much I haven't given a shot to. So, um, uh, and again, well, I, you know, I think that uh, at the end of the day, when the when the Holy Spirit is doing His work of convicting us of sin, righteousness, and judgment, uh, you know, there's there's nothing that's going to stop Him. And uh, you know, I was I was I was baptized when uh, when I was in college, and and evidently that still counts. And uh, the Lord just wasn't going to let me go. He was not going to allow me to undo His love. Uh, for me, so um, just uh, grateful that that that's the case. It was, there's some dark years there for sure, and uh, you know. But if nothing else, it qualified me to come on and play a little name that church body with. Now, you now so. you're seeing God's hand in it all. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> by, by the way, the prize uh, we have we have a uh, a prize pack for you if you manage somehow to win the game. Uh, this is the uh, what is this thing called? Uh, this is the Table Talk Radio listener prize pack, and it consists of an issues etc. bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh my gosh! So you that's what's still on the your line. Own bumper sticker. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> We're against bumper sticker theology. Oh no! Oh my gosh! Well, uh, without further ado, let's begin the game. Name that church body, and Pastor Wolfner's. Uh, you are going to give our listener Matthew the first round. Now, the way this goes, you'll have three different quotes. So I'll give you the first one. We can talk about it, comment on it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You can uh, kind of okay. le- say where you're leaning, and we'll do that three times, and then it'll be time to make a guess. I bet we're going to have a break okay. coming up in between. But here's the first one: By the decree of God, for the manifestation of His glory. Some men and angels are predestined unto everlasting life, and others foreordained to everlasting death. <laughs> okay. So, now, when you start using this this sort of language of uh, predestined, you're really um, you, uh, this. I mean, this is almost a dead giveaway to the the whole Calvinist Reformed idea of uh, double predestination. Uh, where in fact, uh, you, you, like you guys talk about this a lot, the whole uh, crux via legorum, where uh, you know, with the evangelicals, the decision of who is and isn't going to be saved lies with us, and uh, uh, with the with the uh, the reformed and the Calvinists, the decision about who is and isn't going to be saved lies with God in His predestination uh, before the foundations of earth of who will go to heaven. And who will go to hell, and uh, and that's all kind of in the secret council. So that that sounds a lot like that sort of uh, talk, almost even a hyper Calvinist or neo Calvinist type of thing. So that uh, that's I think where you're leaning with that so far. So what what, what else you got there? All right, here's the second one. 
As God has appointed the elect unto glory, so hath he, by the eternal and most free purpose of his will, foreordained all the means thereunto. Wherefore they who are elected, being fallen, oops, sorry, turn the page, it's complicated here, being fallen in Adam, are redeemed by Christ, are effectually called unto faith in Christ by his Spirit, working in due season, are justified, adopted, sanctified, and kept by his power through faith unto salvation. Neither are there any other redeemed by Christ, effectually called, justified, adopted, sanctified, and saved, but the elect only. Ah, wow. Now, this is is pretty revealing here, because at first I thought this might be... Mm, this might be Calvin himself. Uh, sounds like his institutes a little bit. In fact, uh, yeah, that those sections in, in uh, volume two there were, you know, 18, 19, I think 17, 18, 19, where he really hones Ooh. in on talking about uh, <laughs> Take it the eat. elect. Hey, no showing off. <laughs> yeah, this reminds me hey, now, of page 32. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now, now that's not fair because what I didn't reveal about uh, part of my journey was I actually did go to a, a sister seminary of Westminster, and uh, and believe me, we we had to know this. Stuff. You had to memorize <laughs> the institutes. That's right. That, I mean, well, and especially these these portions. So that that really sounds like well. Anyway, I I, I won't render my guess yet, but that but boy, howdy, that that is really sounded like. Uh, at Calvin right in the Institutes there. I, I, I don't know. All right, give me the third one. Give me the third one. Let's see, let's see where this goes. The third one is this. The doctrine of this high mystery of predestination is to be handled with special prudence and care that men attending the will of God revealed in his word and yielding obedience thereunto may, from the certainty of their effectual vocation, be assured of their eternal election. So shall this doctrine afford matter of praise, reverence, and admiration of God and of humility, diligence, and abundant consolation to all that sincerely obey the gospel. Okay, now th- this definitely rules out the neo-Calvinists, or you know what I call the hyper-Calvinists, uh, because one one thing I think, in all fairness, that's misunderstood about Calvin is uh, that you know he did not write the 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 tulip. That whole thing came up. With the, Council of Dort, and it was actually a reaction against, um, uh, I can't even remember, the, I, I think the Armenians um, there. And uh, it, it, one thing I, I did respect Calvin for was when he talked about the doctrine of election, it was it was a lot more Lutheran than it was neo-reformed. And this that last quote really, uh, I think, gives it away. And, and I'm just going to say this, this is straight from the Institute. This is John Calvin. Um, that's that's my guess. I, that seems pretty obvious to me. Well, well, do we should we go to a break and come back, or how much time do we have? Yeah. I want to go to the dramatic break. All right, we can do it. Well, <laughs> if you want, if you too want to play a game on Table Talk Radio, give us a call one eight hundred three eight five Solep. 1-800-385-7652. We're going to be right back, and we're going to find out, is this John Calvin from the Institutes? You're listening to Table Talk Well, don't you cry, don't shed no tears. You know it only comes around every four years. And I'm your dark horse, and you're my nag. Do that election you're at.
because some people have a high pain tolerance. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. Welcome back to Table Talk Radio. We are on the line with our. Uh, this is exciting. You know, a couple Matthew. of things that are exciting about having a listener play the game is one, it's like a third of the work. I don't. I mean, I think <laughs> I haven't hardly done anything. I've I've been checking what's, Facebook over what's here. What's a third and... of zero? <laughs> and the second thing is, apparently, our listeners know more theology than us by like a hundred times. Clearly. So what I'm going to do, so I can get into this this. Yeah, you uh, want to try to get a piece of the points, huh? Is yeah. uh, I'm going to play Hollywood Square style. Hey, if our listener doesn't want to play, I want to play Hollywood yeah, okay, Square. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. So we I've heard some read quotes. three quotes. You, uh, Matthew, has guessed that they come from Calvin's Institutes. I think volume three, page thirty-two, is what he said. First I don't of all, exactly. I want to say that Calvinism is a movement, not an institute. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're going to change the name? <laughs> the Calvinistic yeah, this, movement. This is Calvinism, which is a movement, not an institute. <laughs> uh, yeah, That's yeah. right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you are you going to agree or disagree? I agree. Oh, yeah. You Look, agree. You, don't, you don't doubt a guy who's gone to a sister seminary <laughs> of Westminster about the institutes of John Calvin. I'm sorry. You'd, you'd just be stupid. So I'm going to go with Matthew on this. Matthew, you're right all along. Well, I'm so sorry to inform you guys what? that you are wrong. No. Wow. Now, 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 now the, I was reading from the Westminster Confession of Faith, 1647. Oh, uh, that might as well be a Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, at, the other day we were playing Bible Bee, and I was, I, Evan quoted texts from one place that were exactly the same as another. Word for word, and I guessed the alternate, and I did not get it. Nope, nope. Now, the, uh, no, yeah, that is a dirty trick. A listener, about, yeah. <laughs> but you are a listener, so I'm going to be gracious. I'm going to say you are right because we're not playing name that theologian, but rather name that church body. And Calvin okay. and the Westminster ah. Confession are both in the Reformed church body. So, okay. Matthew, 500 yep. points. Evan, zero. Okay, well... <laughs> Uh, we'll just see about this. Now, in round you, two. Uh, Matthew, I want to know, though, you want to comment on the Westminster Confession of Faith? I mean, I, from my understanding of this thing, that this is going to be the kind of place where Calvinism, the movement, is uh, most Calvinistic. I mean, this Westminster Confession of Faith is probably the most Calvinistic of all the Calvin-y things. Yes, they, well, this is where, you know, this is where they start to, to, to edge out, I, you know, what I would consider dead on the hairy edge of, of this whole doctrine of, you know, the secret election and, and these sorts of things. Um, and, and, and again, you know, it, gosh, it, <laughs> um, like I say, had I, had I not known any better, I would have said this is Calvin himself. But, the, you know, keep, bear in mind that, the, that those confessions were, um, you know, taken straight from from a lot of what Calvin had to say on, on the matter, particularly um, the doctrine of election and uh, and and his his writings on it uh, in the Institute. So um, so that that was a you know, that was a pretty good 
Yeah, I guess I shouldn't have gone so far as uh, we were playing uh, name that church body. I should have stuck with the church body instead of name that theologian. <laughs> like <laughs> Calvin said, game, pride comes done. before the fall. <laughs> uh, that's right. That's right. Here, I, here I'm waxing eloquent about what I know about the. Uh, <laughs> you see the. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Next one. I'm going to. So I get to guess with Matthew on this one, right? So. Is that yes. This one? Yeah. Right. So I have a church body here. And um, there's three sections of things I'm going to read you. There are the nine statements, the 11 rules, and the nine sins. Okay? What? And um, I'm going to read you a few of the statements, a few of the uh, 11 rules, and a few of the nine sins. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Um, Such and such, which I can't say, uh, represents... Indulgence instead of abstinence. Yeah, that's one of the statements. Another one is such and such represents undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical self deceit. And another one is that such and such represents vengeance instead of turning the other cheek. And I'll give you one more. Um, let's see. Uh, Oh, uh, such and such represents vital existence instead of spiritual pipe dreams. Is what this says. So, so far, what do you think? Well, I'm I'm keying in on that on on that part that says vengeance instead of turning the other cheek. Um, now, while I did go to a sister seminary of Westminster, uh, I I did not actually. Um, Join the occult. I dabbled in it, but I, I didn't officially do that. But this is sounding awfully anti-Christ-like. Uh, in fact, uh, the opposite of what Christ would teach. Somewhat uh, just straight up occult, satanic is, is what I is what I'm thinking of here. Uh, again, especially that that one that says. Uh, vengeance instead of turning the other teeth. So, so give me some more. Give me uh, okay, a couple so of other ones. Okay, so now on to the 11 rules of this church body. Wait, um, I thought there was... Oh, yeah, okay, there's nine statements and 11 rules. And then nine sins. I want to make sure we get the numbers right. <laughs> yes. Okay, num- okay. Uh, into, the ru- into the rules. Uh, one of the, the first rule is do not give opinions or advice unless you are asked. Okay. Not sure I asked for that, but okay. Um, <laughs> when in That's, a, this is not an opinion. This is a rule. <laughs> it's different. Okay. How about this one? Um, if a guest in your lair annoys you, lair. Treat, <laughs> that's what it says. <laughs> if a if a guest in your lair annoys you, treat him cruelly and without mercy. Uh, Guest in your lair? Do not make sexual advances unless you are given the mating signal. (laughs) And do not harm little children. There's a few of the rules. There's a few of the 11 rules. If the children are medium-sized or large, feel free. (laughs) He's a large child. Do not harm little children? That, That was the last one, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, this lair so, thing. How do you spell yeah, lair? L A I R. Lair. Yeah, L A I R. Okay. There's another one about a lair. It says, uh, uh, 
When in another's lair, show him respect, or else do not go there. <laughs> this is from the school of making up your own religion thing. All right, Matthew, Matthew is that, does that sway you one way or another on any of this? Uh, it definitely does, and it, and it definitely uh, makes me be grateful to God that I actually only dabbled in the occult and not got uh, became fully involved. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm zeroing in here, and I think I could render a guess at this point, but I still I, want, I just want to make sure, because I, I bobbled the good grief what I, what I should have just nailed, which was the Westminster Confession. Um, <laughs> but... Uh-huh. Uh, uh, so I, I'm not going to risk it here. I want to I want to hear the, the the third part and then and then I'll render a guess. Okay, I'll read you a few of the sins that are listed here. The first okay. one is stupidity. It says <laughs> the top of the list of sins, the cardinal sin. Uh, it's too bad that stupidity isn't painful. Ignorance is one thing, but our society thrives increasingly on stupidity. Well, there's it, a whole commentary on yeah, this Yeah, this one. is like a paragraph. It depends on people going along with whatever they are told. It, the media promotes its, cult, uh, its cultivated stupidity as a posture that is not only acceptable but laudable. Um, these people must learn to see through the tricks and cannot afford to be stupid. Okay, okay. so that's one um, of the sins. Do you, you want another okay, one? Okay, okay. I'll give you one more. Yeah. Give um, me one more. Give me one more, yeah. How about uh, pretentiousness? Empty posturing can be the most irritating and isn't applying the cardinal rule uh, of this thing. (laughs) On equal footing with stupidity, for what keeps the money in circulation these days, everyone's made to feel like a big shot whether they can come up with the goods or not. Sounds very wow. ancient religion, <laughs> right? So, You're all right, a big shot. That's what, what all... a big shot is. What's the translation from the Latin? <laughs> yeah, that in the lair. <laughs> okay, so Matthew, uh, those are your three entries for name that church okay. body, and you can uh, talk a little right. bit about it. Right, and uh, so and now again, I'm like with the oh man, maybe I don't know if I should say this. I'm not. This is I really infuriate your your uh, Reformed listeners, your Calvinist listeners, but but I'm tempted to stray off from the church body into the teacher. This, this sounds like Anton LaVey, um, who, who founded the Church of Satan, and so, uh, you know, I, I would be wrong, as I was to account this to, 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 uh, to uh, you know, like, like I was before the Westminster Confession, to account it totally to, to Calvin. <laughs> uh, but but I, I think uh, that's, uh, um, you know, uh, in a sense, what happens is you've got a, a certain leader of certain things who makes things up, and then they, they end up being being quoted. So uh, this sounds like Anton Antoine Levey, which was the, I believe the founder of the of the Church of Satan. So I'm going to say this is indeed the Church of Satan. Is he right? Well, we need to find out after this break, and then we get oh, Pastor Wolf, Pastor Wolfmiller's guest to see if you're going to go with Matthew or if you're going to depart and uh, say that he is wrong. That is coming up after this break on Table Talk Radio. Don't go away. If you want to play a game here on Table Talk Radio, the phone number is 1-800-385-SOLA, 1-800-385-7652. And I said, Satan, get behind me. I'm not listening to your lies. Jesus, you're before me.
podcasting before it was cool. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. It's time once again for the Northeast Colorado Free Conference at Calvary Lutheran Church in Ray, Colorado. The 2016 Northeast Colorado Free Conference features Dr. Adam Francisco of Concordia University, Irvine, presenting on Islam and its influence on America. How do we respond? It all takes place March 5th. Lunch is served and lodging is available in Ray. For more information, check out the website at calvaryray.org. That's calvarywray.org. The story of my life, I take her home. I drive all night to keep her warm in time. It's Welcome back to Table Talk Radio, where we are playing the game, Name That Church Body. We've heard three quotes, and our listener, Matthew, has guessed the Church of Satan. Um, and we want to get Pastor Wolfmuller's guess here. But but first, um, our producer here, Matthew, uh, Mr. Chunklebuns, has—is uh, that his name? What's Lumpy's last name? Chunklebuns, that's yeah, it? Yeah, Chunklebuns, yeah. So Mr. Chunklebuns— He's never been called Mr. before. I'm very formal here. Um, told me that uh, Matthew, you you uh, started up Chunkle Buns Senior, <laughs> Chunkle Buns the Third. Be quiet, Matthew. Uh, <laughs> I heard that you do a podcast or something like that. Tell us about that. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's called uh, God Still Speaks Through Jackasses, and I know that may be a little uh, crass or a lot crass or uh, abrasive uh, in, in a sense. But when, when I when I first started it, you know. Um, I really like that account of uh, of Balaam from Numbers uh, 22, where uh, where the Lord brings His word through uh, the beast of burden. There, you know, Balaam, Balaam's ass, and uh, you hear some of the poppy evangelical pastors uh, talking about uh, their parishioners who who want to go deeper into the scriptures and, and understand, you know, the, the height and the depth of the Lord's love for us, and understand what that means in order to to sustain us uh, in this life, and and they're called, uh, those people that want to do that are called uh, jackasses, is one uh, famous, uh, uh, well, I wouldn't call him a pastor necessarily, I would agree with uh, with probably Chris Roseborough's assessment that he's more of a vision-casting leader, and, uh, you know, that, that that's kind of how, <laughs> how how the name came to be, and yeah, and that's and that's basically you know what what we do on the podcast is just is just talk about uh, what's wrong with the church from from a layperson's perspective. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a Lutheran layman. I'm not uh, I'm not an ordained uh, pastor, and just uh, just to offer the layman some uh, some feedback on what another layman's talking about, and then uh, on top of that, you, you know, offer you you pastors out there a little bit you know about what your uh, layman might be thinking. Um, in terms of these things and what they might be exposed to, and so uh, that's that's kind of what we what we do on the podcast. And you know, I do you know, it's not something I'm uh, doing as as a, a paid vocation uh, per se. I drive trucks for a living, uh, but I, but I do it just to uh, be of service to to the gospel and uh, to, to my fellow parishioners out there. And maybe uh, if I can, you know, not that I can. Uh, would presume to, to teach a pastor something, but just to let a, let you guys know what another layman's thinking. So you um, shall never teach me a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so jackass has kind of become a way of speaking. Thanks to uh, Perry Noble, a way of speaking right. of someone who wants to learn more about uh, Christ through His Word, to know the the love and comfort 
that God has to offer through His Word. Is that is that kind of what you're what you're saying? Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Because the, the deal is, I mean, like you know, like I was saying when it first came on, you know, I I've been around the block on this stuff and everything else out there. Um, you know, like you know, like our confessions teach, will will either put you in despair or pride, and most of the time it's going to put you in despair and it's going to crush you, and that's exactly what going around the block on this religion. And I would not hope or recommend or, or rejoice in anybody who's been down the path I've been through. I mean, I joke about it and kid about it now, but it, but there was nothing enjoyable or uh, or joyful about going through that stuff. It was crushing and it was dark. And that's that's really what what the podcast was born out of was just a warning to people. Look, this uh, this is not playtime, people. It, this is serious stuff, and this stuff will lead you to death. And I just don't want that for anybody else. That's that's really the heart of it. Well, I think it's a great thing that you're doing. And seriously, as a, as a as a pastor, I learn from my lay people I serve every week, and uh, I think that's a great thing. And uh, people right can on. check out God Still Speaks through Jackasses dot org, right? That's right. Yep. Yep, guys, speaks through jackasses.org. We're on uh, Pirate Christian Radio uh, right before Issues Etc. at 3 Eastern and noon Pacific. So if you want to listen to us, uh, quote-unquote, live there, you can. Um, or just, yeah, like I say, yeah, like you said, go to the website, and you can download any of our podcasts from there. Great stuff. Now, you heard uh, three cool. quotes, um, and you have guessed the Church of Satan. Now, I'm curious, Pastor Wolf Miller. Are you yes. going to agree with Matthew, or are you going to go against him and disagree with him on this one? Now, look, when I heard the nine statements, I thought the exact same thing. This comes from the Satanic Bible. But then when I got to the 11 rules and the guys talking about being in your lair, I thought this is like what happens when a Satanist goes to the Renaissance Fair. And, and so <laughs> I, I, I think this is something, it's just got to be something like the pagan cult of the Yukon Thorists or something like that. I mean, I think. <laughs> so I, 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 I'm going to disagree. Well, I like the instinct, and I think it's some sort of pagan thing, but I'm going to disagree with the Church of Satan. Well, I am happy to announce. That Pastor Wolfmuller is wrong. <laughs> All right. Woo-hoo. So uh, you were right. This is the Church of Satan. So wow. you nailed it. You got it. Yes. I was reading oh, the I'm so happy that I knew that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you get tables like ready points. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, no. What, what have I got now? 400 table talk radio? I don't even nope. know what I'm going to do No, 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 no. No, no. You have 1,000 table talk radio points. Oh. Wow. Uh, you well, can apply that at the Table Talk Radio score, store to this new picture that we're going to make into a T-shirt that has wolves howling at the moon <laughs> and airbrushed pictures of me and Evan with a black background and gangsta font <laughs> that says Table Talk Radio across the bottom that was submitted oh. to the Facebook fan page. So you wow. could apply your points to that T-shirt if you like. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> well, what will that give me, about a penny off, maybe? Uh, No. No. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, nothing, nothing all. Uh, that and twenty bucks will get you this T-shirt. It probably, it probably, it probably <laughs> increases the price by like ten percent. Yeah, that's true. Well, Matthew, thanks for coming on. We really had a fun time uh, uh, playing uh, name that church body with you, and and thanks for listening to Table Talk Radio. Absolutely, guys. Thank you so much for what you do. Uh, God bless your ministry. It definitely. As much as you want to say uh, mediocrity, it's, uh, it's what you guys do is very life giving, and, and God be praised for it. And uh, thank you for uh, including me in the broadcast here. Hey, it was a lot of fun. Thanks a lot. Okay, take care, guys. Well, I think it could be both, couldn't it? It could be uh, life giving, mediocrity, and me- <laughs> mediocrity giving life. 
<laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, Pastor Wilmer, tell us what's next in the broadcast. Next is, let's keep playing Name That Church Body. <laughs> oh, okay. I got the encyclopedia out. We might as well keep using it. I don't want to get another book off the shelf. I have to pull the pull the book off the shelf, so I might as well keep going. <laughs> I'm not getting paid by the hour here, people. <laughs> Uh, now, uh, there's some, there's some, I mean, I, I, we could play some theology in the news, but uh, we'll maybe combine these two, but I got a church body for you, so yeah. I'm ready to go. All right, Articles of Faith. Uh, the Articles of Faith are set forth as follows. We believe in God, the Eternal Father, and in His Son, Jesus Christ, and in the Holy Ghost. One. Two. We believe that men will be punished for their own sins and not for Adam's transgressions. Hmm. Let's stop there. Okay, so so far I didn't hear anything in the first one that I could disagree with, that this is a Trinitarian uh, church body, um, believe in the eternal uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and together one, I think, unless I miss something, that sounds good. Um, the second part is that men will be punished for their own sins in contrast to Adam's sins, and this is what we call a denial of original sin. And <laughs> the fact <laughs> of the matter is, if it were, if it were true that we were not punished for Adam's sin, then we would be able to live forever. I mean, the fact that you die is already proof that you are, I mean, you're born immortal. Or sorry, you are born immortal. <laughs> you are born that you will one day die, and no one has been the exception to that, which is because you are born with Adam's sin. I'm sorry. It's just a denial of the truth. Um, <laughs> let's see. Church, uh, this could be... Someone that's trying to cling on to a decision theology kind of a thing, so that uh, uh, you know, like a, uh, I mean, the, the historical figure here would be a Pelagian, right? Um, and then anyone who follows along with kind of American Christianity might say this, but usually the um, American Christianity churches give lip service to original sin and they just deny it in their doctrine of conversion. So I'm anxious to hear more. Three. We believe that through the atonement of Christ, all mankind may be saved by obedience to the laws and ordinances of the gospel. Woo! Okay. Read the first part again. We believe that through the atonement Stop. of Christ— Oh, my goodness. Okay. So it's one or the other. Either Christ's blood is atoning, which means covers your sin, which is something that you don't have a lot to do with, do you? I mean— Either Christ. You, I mean, can you believe when we were reading the Westminster Confession earlier how it says that it's only the people who are elect that Christ died for that he had? To, I mean, that's really right. amazing. Okay, so Whew. so what 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 that the Westminster said uh, was that Christ died for you and it's completely in God's control of your atoning uh, that your sins will be atoned for if God chose it for you. And now what we have on the other end is that uh, Christ made forgiveness available to all people. Um, and then there's this kind of great horrendous condition on it. If, if you what was it say do good works or read the last part of that again? It says, uh, yeah, obedience. by obedience to the laws and ordinances of the gospel. Oh. Okay, first of all, there's no such thing as ordinances to the gospel if we understand gospel as the good news of Christ, because, I mean, the gospel being the good news of what Christ has done, it being news is not something that's obeyed or that you put ordinances on. I mean, imagine the news that, that's announced that uh, um, Syria is not... Table Talk Radio is going off the air. 
<laughs> That's just news, right? You can't obey these ordinances. It's just you news. Just rejoice. Yeah, right. You just thank the Lord for it. We need to take a break. More with what? Uh, this game of Name He's That Church Body. Right after this, don't go away. I am, I am. I am, I am. most persevering listeners in radio. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. Welcome back to Table Talk Radio. Now, I have heard... Were, were those two entries already for Name That Church Body? Did we... Can we uh, give out the number again so we could have more listeners come on the show so every show can be as easy to record as this one? <laughs> 1-800-385-SOLA. Now, back to this question. I gave you four points of doctrine, but in two chunks. So you really get another chunk of doctrine. A rat. Uh, did did yeah. I did I say how atrocious that last one was? Yet, yeah. yeah, you did. I mean, to, okay. First of all, to say that forgiveness is available. So, so this is the message that we had to proclaim. This is the good news that because of what Christ has done, God uh, through Jesus has reconciled mankind to Himself, and that is yes. an action that is done. Forgiveness is one. It is finished, and that's the message we have to proclaim. And all those who hear the good news. Uh, believe in the gospel, are saved, saved through faith. Now, that's something different than what we just heard here. What we just heard here was that forgiveness is available, so it's not done for you. It's now placed upon you that forgiveness can be earned if you're obedient. And this is exactly what Paul wrote against. That did, uh, that is it through the the uh, hearing of faith or the ob- obedience of the law, he says in Galatians. And, of course, the answer is through the hearing of faith. Did I, did, did I emphasize enough how atrocious that was? I just want to make just, sure that— You're going off the handle on this. If you knew what it was, you would be flying into orbit, by okay, the way. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> we, believe that all, we believe all that God has revealed—this is point nine. We believe that all that God has revealed, all that he does now reveal, and we believe that he will yet reveal many great and important things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Now, you say, that doesn't make any sense. And the answer is, I read the words here. <laughs> okay, so we believe all that he has revealed— and well, all that he's we yet believe to all reveal? that he has revealed. We and it also we believe all that he now reveals, and we believe that he will still reveal many great and important things pertaining to the kingdom of God. I got it now. I got okay. it. It doesn't make sense. So, so continuing revelation. So not only do they believe the things that God has said, they also believe the things that God hasn't yet said. <laughs> Even though they don't know what those things are. Well, that, yeah, that's right. Okay, so this is continuing revelation, and this this is not what we believe. Um because we can say um what God has revealed to us. He revealed through uh, the prophets, through the apostles, and, oh, yeah, through his son, Jesus. Um, so this is uh, what, Typical. what <laughs> uh, Hebrews one, chapter 1 says. Uh, long ago in Minas ways, uh, he spoke to the prophets of old, but now in these last days he has spoken to us through his son. 
so that Jesus reveals all that he wants uh, to us, all that we need for, to be saved. And um, th- this alone is the standard for uh, truth and doctrine. And if we were to come across something, um, uh, well, a dream, or we came across uh, some will say, hey, I'm a prophet, you should listen to me, um, I don't have the guarantee, I don't have the promise that this is true because it isn't given to us by Jesus. I mean, that that the that the apostles were eyewitnesses to what Jesus said and did, that they gave testimony of his life and resur- uh, death and resurrection. So, no, we're going to stick with the scriptures, the word of God. Um, I don't know what, nail, nail down church body. Uh, so I'm going to guess here. And this is just a shot in the dark kind of a guess. You know, kind of like um, all my other guesses. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Get ready, everyone. We're going to see a shot in the dark on Table Talk Radio. See, I, and I'm going mostly off of how horrendous this is, and then what you said back there a little bit said you'd be really flying off the handle if I knew what it was, mm-hmm. which makes me think I would have expectations out of this thing that you're reading from. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're reading from, say, the Church of Satan, I mean... What do you expect? Right. Uh, I mean, I was surprised to hear it say, do not harm little children. Like, I kind of thought the Church of Satan would be all about that. I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm telling I mean, you, you, if you're a medium-sized child, you've got to look out. <laughs> but that, that little hint that you gave me makes me think that I should expect more out of said church body. Which makes oh, me... Oh, you're reading, by the way, my little hint the yes, opposite way. Yes, that's what I'm going hint. off of. This is the shot okay. in the dark. Which makes me think, makes me wonder, wait, makes me worry that perhaps what you're reading from is someone who claims to be a Lutheran. Right. That's uh, wrong, though. Totally wrong. Because this is actually the Articles of Faith. Oh, here, let me just read you one. that It'll help you. This is number 10. We believe in the literal gathering of Israel and in the restoration of the ten tribes that Zion, the new Jerusalem, will be built on American continent that Christ will reign personally on the earth and the earth will be renewed and receive its paradisical glory. Or, number three, we believe the Bible to be the word of God as far as it is translated correctly. We also believe the Book of Mormon to be the word of God. (laughs) Let me guess, the Book of Mormon. (laughs) Mormons, okay. Um, Yeah. Mormons. So that that last one really should have given it away. I was was hard on the the Lutheran perspective, but now I see... (laughs) Boy, okay, I want you to read number one again, then. Yes, that was interesting, isn't it? We believe in God, the Eternal Father, and in His Son, Jesus Christ, and in the Holy Ghost. Ah, see, oh, see, okay, so this is the distinction that the Mormons make. Uh, You'll notice that the the Mormons never talk about the Holy Spirit. Have you ever noticed that? It's always the Holy Ghost. There's a difference between the two. Uh, whereas we'd say, oh, old language, new language, no big deal. So I thought when you read that, you're just reading an old, older statement mm-hmm. of faith, mm-hmm. and uh, it was the Mormons. And then the last one about continuing revelation really probably should have got me going, because you have the uh, the living prophets who will come down and say, hey, guys, our doctrinal positions are a little too racist, so we had a new revelation, and now um, it's okay. Oh, by the way, we don't believe in polygamy anymore because the state kind of said we can't. So new revelation. <laughs> but we're looking forward to the day when we can't believe in it. <laughs> in the meantime, we're just going to make television shows about it. <laughs> so anyway, have you ever watched what? that show, um, Sister Wives? No. no. Sister Wives? I've never even heard of that oh, one. What are you talking about? Uh, was, uh, there's like 
five polygamy shows. There used to be all the ghost whisperer shows, but now I see all these shows on ads for the shows about all the polygamous things. And and I saw a thing for the other one. It's, it's so it's not. It's called polyamory now. And the business with being a thruple. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good lord. Yeah. No, uh, no, I haven't heard any of that. But there's a there's a show um, called Sister Wives where the guy is a fundamentalist Mormon, so different than the Church of Latter Day Saints, and you know he's got like four wives and a million kids, and um, you know the whole living out thing. And now, what I found fascinating about the show, I watched a handful of episodes, and um, he, they're constantly saying that you know this is our lifestyle, and who are you to have a moral objection about the way that we live? You know, so it's like this, it's the typical, you know, don't judge me kind of a thing. Um, so constantly they're defending themselves by saying, look, this is our belief. Uh, who are you to say that I'm wrong? Now, during during the recordings of this show, that uh, a crazy guy in like Utah or Texas, they had like a compound where he's holding like wives hostage, you know, Warren Jeffs, I think is his name. Yeah. Uh, that whole thing went down during the tapings of this show. And during the show, they take the time out to say, we're not what this guy is. <laughs> this guy's crazy. And he's so evil. And I think that he's doing such a terrible thing. And I'm going, who are you to judge him about the way he lives his life? <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, that's right. I mean, once you—I mean, once you open the door to sexual liberty uh, and erotic liberty, as opposed to religious liberty or the liberty of conscience, you have the liberty of the eros. Then there's no holding. There's no. There's no ability to judge it. I mean, you realize that these people could do exactly, precisely what they're doing and just not call whatever that guy has with one of the other ladies a marriage, and there would be nothing illegal about it. Well, is that is that kind of like how? Um, I mean, two people of the same gender could do what they want to do. And, um, you know, it'd be just fine, but it wasn't enough. They needed to go to the court, Supreme Court, and get it defined as marriage. Same thing? Same. Same thing. So you uh, you got no points for that, by the way. You got one for me? Oh, no. I thought we were going to do Tinker Mouse in the News. Do you have a a news story there? Of course I got a news story. (laughs) What do you think? I I would be ready. I knew you would. Headline, Duck Commander Phil Robertson endorses Ted Cruz. (laughs) Oh, nice. The star of one of the nation's most popular reality television shows just made Senator Ted Cruz a happy, happy, happy presidential candidate. Okay, so this Robinson character, he's a Duck Dynasty guy, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he said some things about homosexuality like it was gross, or what did he say? He said it was, oh, unnatural, unnatural. You can't say it on air, but it was great. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, well, the thing that I heard, he said that homosexuality is unnatural. And uh, so he, like... What, I don't know if he lost the show, but no, they did. They took it off for what was, but everyone it was outraged, and so it's back on. You know, they're yeah. crazy popular. Right, right, right. You could get the Duck Dynasty, you know, pajamas and everything. That's at what the you Walmart. got for Christmas, isn't it? I got the Duck Dynasty reading glasses. Yeah. So anyway, he appro- endorses Ted Cruz, who apparently has similar beliefs. Um, so very quickly, commandments. Uh, it's implicit that the sixth commandment is dealt with there because he is making commentary on what is marriage. Uh, the fourth commandment's dealt in with having a president. Um, always the first commandment's there because you can't break one without breaking the first. Um, how's that? That sounds good. Here's the quote. My qualifications of the United President of the United States are rather narrow. Is he or she godly? Does he or she love us? Can he or she do the job? 
And finally, will they kill a duck and put them in a pot and make a good duck gumbo? <laughs> nice. Cruise fits the bill. All right. Well, that's all the time we have. Thanks for listening to this edition of Table Talk Radio. Where the points are like the good news you get if you are not elect and reading the Westminster Confession. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this edition of Table Talk Radio. Table Talk Radio is not for everyone. Please consult your pastor before listening to Table Talk Radio. Side effects may include nausea, vomiting, headache, heartburn, hair loss, hallucinations, and aversion to incomplete sentences with aquatic imagery, psychosis, coma, death, halitosis, lung cancer, brain tumors, sleep gain, internal bleeding, internal combustion, a sudden craving to smell your backseat, claustrophobia, an uncontrollable urge to fight the Calvinist on Twitter, and falling off your treadmill. For more information, visit tabletalkradio.org.